your purpose in life. It's probably one of the things we struggle over more than anything else in life. We're always wanting to know, what's my purpose? We wrestle over it time and time and day and day and month and month again. We do it over and over again. In fact, one of the best-selling books of all time is a book called The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. I think they sold over 30 million copies of this book. And it's it's because I think we struggle so much with this idea because we believe our life purpose is something we're going to commit to for life. I think that mis- name's a misnomer. In fact, it, it's easier for us to find a life partner or spouse than it is for us to find a life purpose. And really, honestly, when we say life purpose, we put tremendous pressure on ourselves. So let's today talk about how we can use our gifts without committing to a life of doing one specific thing. I think this is going to help you out a lot. It's going to help you understand purpose a lot better. And I'm telling you, someday I've got to teach a class on this because this is something that can really alleviate people of a lot of pressure. All right, let's dig into it. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment. This podcast is about changing the world around you by first changing the world within you. Each episode lasts less than 20 minutes and is published every weekday. My passion is to share what I've learned about personal development while remaining humble and open about the fact that just like you, I often struggle and occasionally fail. I'm real, raw, and ready to reach beyond my grasp. I hope you'll come along with me. And one of the things that keeps us from pursuing our life purpose oftentimes is a fear that we have inside. It's a fear of failure, usually with something like that. It might be a fear of mediocrity, uh, but, but it's something along those lines because we're so afraid that if I define my life purpose and then I don't do that, I'm a failure, or I don't do it well enough, then I, I didn't live up to my potential. We have these fears inside of us that are stopping us from doing what we need to do to be the best we can be in life. So I put together a one-page report on the five fears that slow us down and stop us sometimes from getting where we want to be, from finishing what we've started. And I've got this available for you for free right now if you just go to pdesmondadams.com slash five fears, pdesmondadams.com slash five fears. And hey, if you've got your cell phone with you, your mobile smartphone or whatever, open up your texting app. And if you're in the United States, it won't work if you're outside of the U.S. Open up your texting app, send a text to this number, 33444. And then inside the body of the text, like the message, put in my free gift, all one word, no spaces, and then hit send. And I will send you back a message asking where you want me to send this gift to you. And it, it is something that you can consume in about five to 10 minutes And then I'll follow it up with a couple of emails, one a day that digs deeper into each one of the five fears. But I'm not going to overload you with emails. I promise you, I give you my word. You can come to my house. You can call me if there's a problem. Uh, it's, It's not what it's about. I want to help people make life better for themselves. And this is step one for a lot of people. So for right now, this is what I'm offering you as a free gift. Go grab it. It'll be beneficial to you. I promise you. P desmondadams.com slash five fears. So much pressure on us, right? Life. Life. I should drop my voice. Maybe I'll do it digitally. 
life purpose. It sounds so ominous. Like my everything depends on me doing this one thing. This is the meaning of my entire life. And I've got to figure it out today. And oh my gosh, this is going to, this is, this is what gets so, so many of us frustrated and confused and, and just wondering, what am I supposed to do? And if you're in your early twenties or even your teens and you're trying to figure out your life purpose right now, and you're going to commit to that for life. Oh my gosh, relax for a minute. Let's, let's go through this because this, listen, I'm the strongest advocate for living your life purpose, for doing what you're called to do. What I call, I actually changed the the name because I didn't like life purpose. I call it your soul desire. And the reason I do that is because inside of us, I believe there is this draw. There's this gift. There's this something that's inside of us. Musicians have it. A musician who's sitting in an office being an accountant is a frustrated person. That's not what musicians do. Oh, man, if you're an accountant who's really a musician at heart, I'd love to hear from you. That's fascinating. But seriously, a musician, an artsy person, a poet who's doing accounting, that's that linear kind of logical thinking. But really, you're over here inside your heart. All you do is want to create music and poetry and art. There's a difference between those two. Okay, that's your sole desire. Your sole desire is to create art. And, and let me explain this to you. Don't confuse the 50,000-foot view with the 1,000-foot view. Your sole desire, let me let me kind of combine this so that you understand this person who's committed a life doing art, uh, accounting, yet they're really a musician at heart. Okay, so let me tell you. That is the 50,000-foot view. We want to create art. We want to create music. That's 50,000 foot, okay? That's way up here. Not very fine resolution when you look down at the earth. It's hard to distinguish things. And we think that the being an accountant part has to be our 50,000 foot. That's that's our long-term, that's our lifelong thing that we're doing. It's not. But if I'm a musician, I might have to reconcile my checkbook today. That's That's a 1,000 foot thing. That's something I need to do today. It's going to take about 45 minutes and then it's done. And then I can do my music, right? So that's what we can't confuse. Yes, sometimes we have to do short-term things that don't fit within our soul desire, but we're ultimately moving towards that desire. So think about it this way. The higher you go, the less to find the image. Think about a picture of Earth that you may have seen from the International Space Station. Can you make out your country? Can you? Sometimes you can. Usually you can make out continents and that, depending on cloud cover and all that. Could you make out your your region, your city, your state? Could you make out your neighborhood? So from way up here, and that's our life purpose, way up here at the International Space Station, we're trying to figure out where I need to go in my neighborhood. So we're looking at this globe and going, okay, I need to go from there to there. (laughs) There's not even enough resolution to figure it out. Right now, you've got to go pick your kids up in school, and you're trying to figure out how to get there from up here at the International Space Station. That's not going to work. You've got to take your view down, move it closer, get more resolution. Think about it as a cone. My life purpose is the very tip of that cone. My soul desire, I should say, is the tip of that cone. And the closer I get down to today, a lot of latitude, a lot of wiggle room in where I can go today. But I know where the tip is, and that's the important thing. 
survival for a lot of people is the tip. And it's probably even more important. Like for me, I always say my life purpose is to love people, is to put love out in this world. That really is my life purpose. That's that tip. That's a that's the international space station view. Okay, it's love. And then as I come down closer, I got to define that a little bit more. And when you get way down here, it's, am I going to love that person who just cut me off in traffic? So that's, you know, becomes very defined, very clear, a lot of, a lot of definition, a lot of resolution in what you're doing. But up here, it's in, in life, the higher you go, that's more of your life purpose, more of your soul desire. It's love. But right now, somebody just cut me off and I'm come way down to 100 feet off the ground. Well, I got to love them too. And so that that tip of the pyramid is defining what I'm doing right now. But I have a lot of wiggle room in what I do right now. Think about somebody who lives in a remote part of Africa. They're not as worried about career choices. And I've talked about this in other episodes. In the Western world, we very much focus on what am I going to do with my life? That usually means what career path am I going to take? But if you're in a remote area in Africa, you don't wonder about what you're going to do with your life. You're going to survive. You're going to do what it takes to survive. So their their resolution, it's a lot more blurry. I think we live in this 4K or HD world where we can see every single pixel. And that's that's one of the blessings and curses of prosperity. We, in a prosperous world, are worried about more finite things, more, more uh, detailed things. When you start to get into a place where there's less option, less opportunity, less prosperity. It's just about survival. And so that question of what do I do with my life becomes how do I keep my life? And so be grateful that you get to worry about that because a lot of people don't. As a matter of fact, I would say a huge chunk of the world population doesn't get to do that. You do. So start off with relaxing and going to the blurry image, the less high def image, and being grateful that we are alive today. And then be grateful that we have an opportunity to love somebody today. And be grateful that we have an opportunity to love somebody specific today. And so as it becomes more in focus, you start to define more and more what you're supposed to do. But here's what ends up happening. As you come down, remember I was talking about that pyramid coming down. As you're The closer you get to the top, the, the less wiggle room you have. But down here, we have a lot of wiggle room. And this is where it goes back to the title of this episode. You don't have to marry your life purpose. You can just date it for a while. And I know that sounds weird. I've got to give credit to Jay Papasan. I listened to him. He's the author of The One Thing, a great book that I got on my to-read list. Everybody recommends it. So that's why I say it's great. I haven't read it, but everybody says it's great. But it's on my to-read list. Matter of fact, even more so now than ever. I listened to him being interviewed by Lewis Howes on the School of Greatness podcast, one I highly recommend you listen to. Fantastic podcast. And Jay Papasan, the co-author of The One Thing with Gary Keller, he said, you don't have to marry your life purpose. Just date it. And I was I was driving and I thought, wow, that's a message that everybody needs to hear. So I decided to share it. And that fits into what I'm telling you. As you get down to the day-to-day, you're not married to one rigid, direct line to that point of your pyramid. You've got a lot of wiggle room. The pendulum can swing back and forth. You're in the dating realm when it comes to life purpose. You're still pointing towards that, and you can move way over to the right and still have a point, a direct line up to that point. You move way to the left, way forward, way back, just like a pendulum, and still have that line, that string attached to the tip of the pyramid. 
And don't be panicked about it. Explore, experiment. You're going to find that things are going to change for you as you move along. You're going to need to adjust. Think about when you were, maybe you are right now, as a young 20-something, just married or just starting out on your career, having children maybe, and you're, you're thinking about what your purpose is. Your purpose at that point is is to get a job. Maybe you has got a college. That's your purpose today. <laughs> maybe it's to raise your children safely. But when you're in your late 40s, your purpose might change. This is why people have midlife crises, because they, they get halfway through their life and they've got the career on track. Their kids are growing and, and going off to college and you get F, empty nester syndrome. That causes a lot of issues with marriages, empty nester stuff, because for so long as a couple, the focus was our purpose is to raise these kids, raise these kids, raise these kids. And then the kids are out of the house and it's like, okay, we don't know what to do now. And they they have nowhere to go. So be okay with the idea that your goals are going to change. Maybe maybe as you get older, you, you experience some pain in your life and you start to have empathy for people who've experienced that pain. Your, your life purpose suddenly becomes still in alignment with the tip of that pyramid. For me, it's love, but still in alignment. And maybe that pendulum swings over to the point where you're, you're loving people who've been through something traumatic in life. Over here, it was about teaching people stuff. And then it shifts over here. It's still in alignment with the ultimate, the, the International Space Station view of love, but it kind of shifts. So be okay with that. Just know ultimately what you're calling is. It really is a journey. And I, I think maybe that's the gist of what I'm trying to get through to you in this podcast is it is a journey. To use a metaphor, if you were to go on a foot journey through the forest, your life goal may be to reach that mountain up in the distance up in the horizon. Okay, we need to get to that mountain. That's my goal. I can't see past that mountain until I get to it. And then I get to it and I go, oh my gosh, the ocean is here. I didn't know there was an ocean. I'm on the mountain and I'm so close. And I look and I go, oh, look at the ocean. And my new life purpose is to get to that beach. And I get to that beach and I think, oh, look out at the expanse of that ocean. And I think my new life purpose is to cross this ocean, to get out and see what's on the other side. So you've got to set these these short-term goals and be okay with it. Like like Jay Papasan said, you don't have to marry your life purpose. You just want to date it until you get to that point. That, that sounds horrible because it sounds, when we, when, when we use the metaphor of dating, it sounds kind of like, well, you're a tramp, basically. No, <laughs> you're a life purpose tramp. No, it's it's not that. It's just understanding that I don't know where I ultimately need to be until I get part of the way there, till I get to the top of that mountain, till I get to that valley, till I get to that river, till I get to that ocean. I don't know where I need to go next. So allow yourself to do that. That's something we need to do more. Relax. I guess this, I was looking for, I always look for a call to action out of every episode. And what I put under today's call to action for you to do, relax, relax. Just relax. If your purpose is to love somebody today, love them and relax. Be okay with that. Be okay with hitting the broad goal. And don't be so worried about hitting the specific goal today. If the broad goal is love, as I say mine is, then love. And now the more specific goal might be to love by encouraging. And then the more specific may be encourage by doing a podcast. And then the more specific may be do a podcast about life purpose. 
And so see how I, I come down and I closer I get, it gets more defined, but ultimately driven by love. That's a very broad thing. We want to have a very defined thing at the tip of the pyramid, at the tip of our life purpose. We want it to be so well-defined. It actually becomes more broad up there the further away we are from it. I hope this wasn't confusing for you. I know this is a difficult thing. Relax. Relax. All right? Don't worry so much. Sometimes what we're worried about is caused by what I mentioned in the very beginning, those fears that we have, the fear of rejection. If I don't live my life goal, my parents are going to be disappointed. They told me I was meant to be a doctor. And we get very specific about that tip. And now I have this fear that if I'm not a doctor, then I'm going to be rejected by my family because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And so we have these fears. And this is where I always go back. This is why it's so important that you grab that free report on the five fears that are stopping us from doing what we need to do, from finishing what we've started. So grab your copy today. Grab it right now. Just go over to pdesmondadams.com slash five fears. And, and I say that again because I know it's so important. I, I've tried to narrow this down to like what's something that's really stopping people? What is that first brick wall that we all need to climb over? And I want to stand on the top of the brick wall and reach down, grab your hand and say, come on up, just pull. I got you. Pull up. Come on. Let's go. That's what I want to do. I want to do for you. And I guess the way I'm trying to do that is by saying, here you go. Here's this. Here's this. Understand the brick wall first. Understand what fears in front of you. And that's why I've created this. So I'm saying, come on, I got it. You know what the fear is? It's it's the fear of mediocrity. Let's let's go. Fear of rejection. It's the fear of failure, success. And and let's let's climb up. Let's go. I'll help you. I'm up here. I'm pulling you up. And that's what I'm doing. So do that and relax today. Today's a good day to relax, okay? I appreciate you. As always, if there was something in this episode that you enjoyed, let me know about it. You can do that on Twitter. That's probably the easiest way, at P. Desmond Adams. And if you want to share it with somebody, that would be fantastic. I just do it because you loved it, not because I asked you to. Let's just move on and let's have a great day up ahead, all right? I appreciate you. May your reach always extend beyond your grasp. 